Metricast. Okay. And this song is so insipid. I just, it just goes for the lowest, lowest common denominator of schmaltz and generational difference. Relax, this song comes out in the height of the Vietnam War protests and the generational divide in the United States when things are, when the country is really at a crossroads. And he's like, hey, old people want to slow down. Young people want to speed up. Maybe we should all just kind of meet in the middle. I've always had, a, I, I don't know why Cat Stevens just raises my, my ire. I hate that song, Wild World. Um, the one I really love is if you want to We're back to this one again. You're just going to back the bus over Cat Stevens. I do. I really like, love speaking that. of Father's Day, you know who sucks? Cat Stevens. It's true though. 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Guys, Father's Day edition of the podcast. Woo! Yeah. Joe Simons, happy Father's Day. Thank you, my friend. And the same to you. Yeah. Ben Barton, happy Father's Day. Indeed. Happy Father's Day to you. We, we are all the, the, the padding back circle. Padding back circle. Richly deserved for all the club. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, who knew when we were just little idiots running around that we would be uh accomplished marginally successful parents <laughs> fathers <at this point. laughs> marginally successful oh that's good stuff good stuff hey um real quick before we get into the father's day music wilco's cruel country we kind of gave it a um a subpar uh rating I actually was the most generous of the three of us, I'd say. I think you were, but I, I have actually found where it works. I have found um, the place where you listen to Cruel Country. It's after you watch your Celtics lose ah. and you're double masked walking through an airport, but you also have a bee sting that's closed one of your eyes. So in the <laughs> airport, you're wearing sunglasses uh, and you're just walking around with Tweety. Through the airport. That's that's when cruel country really comes through. That um, that must have been a, a a mixed emotions kind of experience for you, there, buddy. It was it was bleak, is what it was. It was bleak. We are taping um, a little early, a little pre Father's Day. Game five has not actually happened. That's correct. Um, it's two, but two I would right say now. that game game four was the best Warriors win since 2015. And it might have been Curry's all-time, second all-time greatest performance in a game ever. Oh, I, oh. I, can, I can relate this to Father's Day. I'm getting on the plane in Boston. And uh, the guy right at the door of the plane, you know, he's, he's bringing all the, the luggage down. And I hear him say, hey, your boy had a good game. And, and I'm like, oh, no. And then he's like, what did he, what did he have? Did he have 40? And I hear the voice of Del Curry say, no, no, he had 43. Oh, look at that. He was and, good on the um, plane with you? And he's like, well, your boy's a, a, a fine basketball player. And I'm like, your boy ruined my trip home. That's what he did. That's cool. Uh, Father's Day, indeed. So, so here's what we're going to do on the format today. Our, our father's favorite songs, then bad songs about dads, mean songs about dads and then finally bring it home with best dad songs uh any other parameters that i need to throw out there that sounds pretty good it's all clear all right ben barton what's your dad's go-to song or what what do you think it is maybe i should so um so the my mom's favorite song is really easy we've had this conversation uh my mom's told me multiple times that that's her favorite song uh -huh. My dad's like uh, like us. He's a huge, huge, huge lifelong music fan. And so I never even really thought to ask him that. It's a weird question. Like a person who likes 10,000 songs, it's hard to be like, right. what's your favorite one? Um, and I did not. I chose not to ask him for this because I've got a particular song that I wanted to pull out. Okay. That always, always, always makes me think of my dad in the warmest possible light. Um, we mentioned that my dad's a musician. He's a much better musician than I am. He was in a band in the 60s. But his first love 
his main love is American folk music. All right. He's been a like solo acoustic folk guy for my entire life. Um, he would just sit in the sit in the living room or sit up in his room playing his guitar, working it out. Po- he's not actually retired, but in his semi-retirement, uh-huh. he's brought the guitar back out and he's taken Sing Along Bill. That's the name of his act. Sing Along Bill. What? On the road. No. This is the most admirable thing for us 50-year-old white guys to know about my dad. <laughs> and when it started, he would take his Martin acoustic and go to Oak open mic nights in Manhattan. Anywhere where there was an open mic night, my dad would haul his butt down there and oh then sign my up. Oh, God. So I love village. He played in Harlem. He played all over. Anywhere where they would let people go. And, and first of all, if you've been to open mic night, you know what it's like, right? Like, that's like, <laughs> that's like three, four, five miserable, super sad, broke singer-songwriters. And their songs are like, I'm sleeping on my friend's couch and I'm getting kicked out anytime now. Like, that's the whole thing. That's all obsistic. My dad gets up and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm Bill Martin and I'm an old folk guy. And so we're going to do some sing-alongs. And then he would do actual sing-along numbers with the crowd. I love this. But teach them the chorus of these songs. He'd have a long rap beforehand. And then he'd teach them the chorus of the songs. And then they would all sing along together. And he actually didn't come up with the name Sing-Along Bill. One of the miserable kids that kept seeing it because open mics was like, oh, my God, it's Sing-Along Bill. <laughs> As you might imagine, first, um, it's like, it's both shameless and guileless. And he'll, yeah. he'll do this like with our family too. Like anytime there's people who are around, he's like, let's fucking do this thing. Let me get out the guitar and do the sing-along Bill thing. It's so heartwarming and likable. His passion for this material is great. Um, he's got a bunch of numbers. I actually think that if I, if I really pressed him on it, he would probably choose This Land Is Your Land. That's probably his favorite song. Right. That's not what I'm gonna choose though. He's got a single song that is just a sing-along classic. And if you know the song at all, you'll know that it's a fantastic song to sing along to. This Little Light of Mine is one of my dad's best. Oh, biggest. let's go. Let's go. I sent Jeff a video of my dad doing this. You'll actually hear my voice really loud because I'm singing along. It's a sing-along. Um, you hear my dad and the Martin behind it. Um, and I'm pretty sure, well, we'll do it. We'll just do the, the verse and the chorus, and then I'll tell the story of the verse. When do, you, when do you want me to start? I think it's 1.30. So first of all, like I'm right it's there. a hilarious video. Because I'm right at 1.36. Great. I'm He's so got a sad. lot of like chat beforehand about explaining the song and what it all means and stuff. But here he'll sit. Here we go. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Help me, God. Out of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All right. So that's our that's our whole family. That's Jake's family and my family. You hear the dog bark. That's a yeah. classic of this genre. Uh, yeah. My dad's <laughs> not outside the house. If he's in the house, the dog barks along with him. He's got to let it shine, too. Um, I've always loved this song. But when my dad like reinstated himself to sing along, Bill, it's really come to live in my brain. And in particular, uh, that, that's one of the verses he always does. Another one is God woke me up this morning. I'm going to let it shine. Dude, when I'm in my right head, like when I'm in a good headspace, that could just be my theme song. Like nice. that's the actual thing that I do. God wakes me up. I just let it shine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so can he actually, like, is he still doing this? Is he still showing yeah, man. He does it. And he, he does it at old people's homes. He does oh. it like, he, he he does that song in this old Jewish home. And they're like, fuck yeah, we'll let it shine. <laughs> we have no beef with that. I cannot wait to see this at some point. I am going to make it. It is really worth seeing. He's fantastic. All right. Great stuff. Jeff Simons. Um, Well, I got the, uh, I got the uh, right answer uh, accidentally from the source. Okay. Um, I found out something this week. So I just saw 
my parents this week because they flew out for Will's graduation oh, from high school. And I found out that there is actually a family member checking out the podcast. Who? The old man is binge listening to the 50 Years of Music what? podcast. And he has taken mild umbrage to his, oh, I would occasional, imagine so. to his occasional um, uh, participation, un, un, uh, his unsanctioned <laughs> participation. So, He's listened to it um, more than you. This is great. Yeah, so anyway, but it's very sweet. He's a huge fan. He's a huge fan of the podcast, particularly you guys. He thinks right. you guys are just the greatest. So, Oh, believe me, my dad feels the same way about people who are yeah. not in the other podcast, for sure. I told you, my dad like has listened to your record multiple times. It has a favorite song on that's, your record. That's unbelievable. 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 Um, anyway, so um, I wanted to get the song right because I wanted to not like stick him with a John Denver song and, and make him pissed off. Right. So, but this tells you everything you need to know about my parents. I went to mom's cell phone. Mom, push comes to shove. What is dad's all time favorite song? And when I'm about to play comes back. And there's two versions. So I asked this band or that band. Uh huh. This band. By the way, it's me, so no secret. <laughs> what? Dad, this is you? Yes. Why are you answering mom's phone? <laughs> I'm not. We have our phones set up so that any text message to one of us goes to both of us no. and vice versa. What? <laughs> and That's I'm just amazing. like, I do not know. Gentle listeners who are not my dad, I do not know what to do with this. Like, <laughs> I mean, my wife and I are pretty tight. And the idea that we would share a text message, I just can't even, I can't even, I, I can't would, even, do you know they only have one email address? Oh, they don't have separate email addresses. They awesome. have an email address that they share. Now they apparently share a cell phone text experience. Chain. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so they that, must not text a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I think mean, they text quite a bit actually. But I mean, it's good to know that when I write to my mom, like, "Ugh, dad's pain in the ass, but he's getting it. Where's my, there's no creep. There's no sneak factor available. He's so anyway, he's dad, I know I've got this right because you are that you told me the answer. My dad's all time favorite song is a banger. It's such a great choice. It's a deep cut from the four tops. This Ooh. version didn't chart, but the temptations went top 10 with it three years later. My dad's all-time favorite song is Bernadette by the Whoa. Four Tops. Let's go. Your dad's awesome. That's so much better. Is the Temptations who do the one that I've heard? Yeah. Isn't that better? That's a lot better. I know. The four tops crack me up. They they sing, you know, they had that one big hit with Reach Out, I'll Be There. They sing every song like that. Like (laughs) that guy is so urgent. Like, you know, like I imagine what it was like going grocery shopping with him. Get the milk. You got to run down there and get the. I mean, like that guy had hypertension to be sure. Every song the Four Tops sings, like the end of the world is happening, right? Even Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, he sings like, <laughs> like it's the end of the universe. Oh, but yeah, man. so much better. But Bernadette, the Temptations version is the one I know much better. But that's uh, that bass line is just oh, crushing. he is walking. Yeah, He's going for a full meander. I love it. <laughs> All right, so. My, you know, my father passed away when I was 13. My memories of music, like, gosh, like big band stuff. The guy could foxtrot like nobody's Ooh. business. Um, 
born in 1933. You know, I oh, think wow. it was I think it was Big Band that really captured his attention. Um, but I, well, I when was your uh, dad born, Ben? Thanks for asking. 43, maybe 43. Mine's, mine's, mine's 46. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, I I asked my big brother. I'm like, what song comes to mind if you were to think of Dad's favorite song? And he went with Convoy by C.W. McCall. You do not have to tell me the name of the artist. I am all over that. Coming right up, my friend. Ah, That's actually Phil Bernadette. Sorry, everyone. Here we go. Very similar. I know the song really well. Yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown, come on. Yeah, that's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. It was a dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. I do remember listening to that song uh, on family trips. I remember at one point uh, driving to Disney World, we got a CB so that we could uh, talk to the truckers and find out where the where the Smokey was. Uh, C.W. <laughs> McCall. Uh, the reason why he was my dad's favorite is because they share the same hometown, Audubon, Iowa. No way. C.W. McCall, born in 28. My dad, born in 33. And so uh, when McCall got famous, my dad was right there to cheer him on. C.W. McCall was 47 years old when he had this one-hit wonder. That's right. that's amazing. <laughs> he was an, a, an advertising exec. That's amazing. And then he goes and cranks out this tune. I love that ridiculous female chorus in the hey, middle Jeff, of it. Do you know off the top of your head, which comes first, Devil Went Down to Georgia or this song? I think this song. Devil Went Down okay. to Georgia is like a yeah. year and a half later. Because then they owe him some royalty. Right, I like know. The verse is identical. The Devil Went Down. It's just sped identical. up. It's exactly the same thing, just like like 50 BPM faster. Yeah, no. I love sure. that they got the, the fucking in there, too. We're going to take this trucking convoy across <laughs> the USA. Like, yeah, right. I'm sure they had like 100 people sing fucking, and then they got the one T sound to cover it. And they got a, it becomes a movie with Chris Christopherson yes. and Ally McGraw. It was such a big hit, number one hit in the USA. It was the first it time I saw a, a, a bare ass on a movie theater screen. Oh. Because one of the truckers moons one of the, uh, one of the cops. I, it's, a, it's still like an indelible memory in my head. <laughs> it's so funny. People now complain. They're like, you know, a video game was made into a movie and they're like, it's so stupid. Don't they have any ideas at all? They literally made a movie called Convoy about this unbelievably dumb song. Like yeah. they sat the script writers down and yeah. they're like, what do you have? And they're like, we got, we got the song. And they're like, okay, so we got Rubber Duck, right? That's, that's yeah. one yeah. of the names. <laughs> like they yeah. had nothing. Nothing. And then when they redid the song for the movie, they made it more of a, a Rubber Ducky sound with the chorus it yeah, was, boing, boing. yeah it had like a little squeaky noise going it was on. unfortunate By all way, right chris christopherson and ali mcgraw were huge stars this was not like yeah. a b-roll like no. charles bronson and convoy like chris christopherson did a star is born next after this movie <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
<laughs> so great. Awesome. All right, we got to move on. Enough about our fathers. Let's talk about everyone's fathers. And just to clarify, we're looking at songs about dads or songs that mention dads. I am taking out of the running uh, Eleanor Rigby because Father Mackenzie is not the type of father we're talking about. Okay, good to know. I'm taking out uh, George Michael's desire to be your father figure because, again, not really what we're talking about. And uh, I'm sorry to the kinks. Father Christmas is off the table as well. So that is a five-star Christmas song. It is. It's an excellent Christmas song. All right. Bad songs that are about dads. Any nominees? Worst song about a father? You want to do this first, Jeff, or should I? Sure. I'm going after a sacred cow. I'm going to go after one of the ones that shows up on every list. I figure I, it's easy to find a, a Cats in the Cradle? Song. Even worse. It cats that was cradle. mine. Mine is Cats in the Cradle. Oh, good. Because I grabbed the other one, which is this unforgivable song. Oh, dear. Jack Stevens? What? Oh. First of all, start singing anytime. Do we have to hear this four times? It's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. I'm going to just stop right there. We've all heard this yeah, song. We but I, I, there's a lot of things I really dislike about this song. The first is, Cat Stevens's records are so profoundly amateur. Like, yeah. the recordings sound bad. He's not a very good player. Whoever he has playing lead in the background, which probably does him, it's obviously a first pass. Like, the background guitar on this song is like a guy like, are we in D? I think we're in D. No, we're in G. And he's just like, bloody, bloody. it doesn't have any, uh -oh. anything. Okay. And this song is so insipid. I just, it just goes for the lowest, lowest common denominator of schmaltz and generational difference. This song comes out in the height of the Vietnam War protests and the generational divide of the United States when things are, when the country is really at a crossroads. And he's like, hey, old people want to slow down. Young people want to speed up. Maybe we should all just kind of meet in the middle. I've always had it. I don't know why Cat Stevens just raises my my ire. I hate that song, Wild World. Um, the one I really love is if you want to. We're back to this one again. You're just going to back the bus over Cat Stevens. I do. I like, really speaking love that. of Father's Day, you know who sucks? Cat Stevens. It's true, sucks. though. It's true. I love that Harold and Mod <laughs> song. It's just great. I really dislike everything else this guy has done. I have really tried. But I hate father to son. I just am like, I just think it 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 um, it just it's just trolling it, in the most cliched, like banal, unsophisticated understandings of of the parent child relationship. And I give it two poops down. All right, real quick. In that same era, uh, Neil Young records "Old Man." Much better. Not a father song, though. Not a father song. It's about a caretaker on his uh, ranch. A little more interesting. Who turns out to be his dad. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, who knew? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right. Strong feelings there. Ben Barton, do you have strong feelings? So the first thing I'll notice, choosing a bad song about a dad is just fish in a barrel. If you search best yes! songs about dads on Google, these yeah. are the first five, five entries, all of which would be worthy. Song for Dad by Keith oh. Urban. Dance with my father, Lucio Randros. Oh man. <laughs> my father's eyes, Eric Clapton, which is oh. like, oh boy. Oh. He didn't have to be by Brad Paisley. And then coming in at number five, which I can't believe he's not number one, Daughters by John Mayer. Oh, dude. that's so I hate that. Oh, song. dude. Oh, and you haven't even gotten to the living years by Mike and the Mechanics, which is no. also and also keep in mind, I actually have daughters and I despise that stupid song. Hate that song. That being hate said, it. I'm gonna go for one that people in our generation will frequently love and point to. It's a great song about parenting or being a dad, which is Catch in the Cradle. Here's some things that I hate. No, 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 please. No, stop. <laughs> Here's some things that I hate about Catch in the Cradle. First of all, this is just like generational torture pain. Like This guy's a horrible, horrible father, and then he passes along to his son, and that's the end of the song. There we yep. go. <laughs> Second, why is Harry Chapin so busy? 
Like, is there some reason you can't spend time with his children? Like, he's got to write other songs that are not this shitty song. Like, what, what is he thinking? And I got it. Maybe he's maybe he tours a lot, but you know, like that he could tour through two hundred days a year, and then the rest of the time he could be with his child. He doesn't yeah. have to ignore his freaking son. I hate this stupid song. Also, what does the chorus mean? It's a oh. chorus. It's just like wordplay, the, the song, moon, June, spoon, bloom, tune. <laughs> yeah. Like that's you know, the other not, thing that's... He's not there to read nursery rhymes to him. No? Uh, I don't know. Should we, we should play a little bit of it, though. Oh. No, don't. Timmy, you no. go. Let's go. Uh, and we're not playing any of mine. My least favorite song about dads is definitely Mike and the Mechanics. Oh, the living years. The living that's years. so you We have to play a little bit of it. Oh, we do. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And Timmy, I mean, you made this happen. It's your oh, fault. Man. Here we go. Oh, oh boy. I mean, just <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, sound one on the Yamaha DX7. This is what it sounds like when you take the cellophane off it and plug it in. Oh, they're like, hey, you know what would be better is if the final countdown was slow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, or if the final countdown we had a calypso beat. Oh man, I wasn't. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, it's so bad. So that's that's the third iteration of Genesis. Like Peter Gabriel leaves, and we have Genesis, and then without Phil Collins, we have Mike and the Mechanics. I mean, it's what's amazing how many. And then Phil Collins solo, like. Tony Banks must have been like, I'm the worst. He's the only guy who didn't have a number one hit song, solo or, I mean, it's amazing. Right, Tony right. Banks must be awful. His solo record must just be like unlistenable. Our third category, our third category, mean songs about dads. Mean songs. What'd you pick? Uh, so Father of Mine is the obvious one. Yes. We've discussed yeah. that at length. So we I just want to get that. that out of the way. So good. Um, and then again, this is a rich load. There's a whole bunch of them. Like there's a, if you just do like rap songs about bad dads, there's plenty, <laughs> plenty, plenty to choose from. I decided to go with Pusha T's The Story of Adidon, which I believe I've previously name dropped. This is a, um, Drake does a diss track about Kanye and Pusha T. And then Pusha T comes back with his own diss track. It's a three minute, just scorched earth assault on Drake. When you start at minute one, he says, your dad walked out when you were five, hell of a dad thing. Now you talk about marriage like a wedding is a bad thing. Just goes right for him. Ouch. And 20 seconds later, he goes, this, this is deeper than rap. Let's stick to the facts. You're hiding a child. And then he name drops Drake's actually kid and calls him a deadbeat Steve Harry suit wearing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I mean, he just drills him. Um, and basically, here's why the song is perfect for that. It captures both sides of it. And the fact that it's Pusha T, a guy who put out a record called My Name is My Name because he's a drug pusher. <laughs> it's like, you're a bad person. Take care of your fucking children. Amazing. Wow, that's a good one. Um, my mine is a, a song I actually really love. Um, I bought this record in 1994. But remember when they used to have listening booths in uh, sure. record stores? Yeah. So this stupid record was in a listening booth. I listened to the first two songs. Was like, this is one. This is just fantastic. I love both these songs. Bought the record. It turns out tracks three through eleven not that strong. But um, the first two songs, it's a guy named Denzel. And the record's called Pub. He never made a second record. I don't know anything about this guy. There's some singer-songwriter who somehow got a record deal, um, made one record. Nobody bought it but me. Even now, this record came out in 1994, and this song has fewer than 2,500 listens on Ooh. Spotify. I mean, this wow. went nowhere. This song is phenomenally good. Um, and it's called Running This Family. And uh, I'm gonna jump, I want you to hear the second verse and the bridge and then into the third verse. Cause it's, uh, and it is basically if, if Cats in the Cradle was smart and wry and a little witty and actually had something to offer, it would be this song. But this is just a brutal, 
description of how generational dysfunction gets passed on. So um, you're gonna have to forgive me while I find the right place to start here. We forgive you. That's a good right about there. Okay, ready? Here we go. In a family. The miracle of life, what have we done? We made a baby from a bottle of rum. Stop to wait the rat miss in this child's trunk. She fell asleep in hospital. That's just so great. So that that whole description of somebody hooking up with her on his couch. Oh, oh my God. Doctor waved her at me and said, this child's drunk. She fell asleep in hospital and woke up in the slums. I mean, that it's great. It's great wordplay. It's a great yeah. song. You know, I'm what, sad. What's his name? Denzel, D-E-N-Z-I-L. Oh, never heard of this guy. One and done. Well, and I mean, not even one. He made a record and I, I'm apparently the only American who bought it. But uh, that's well, my that's my mean dad song, right on all, right on the money. Yeah, you're all's picks about mean dads are better. I mean, I thought the fact that your daddy couldn't dance and your mama didn't rock and roll were, was bad enough. No, uh, my pick. I actually, I went with Billy Jean by Michael Jackson. You don't have to play it. We know the song, but that's a bad dad right there. Maybe. Isn't the whole point that maybe he's a bad guy? I don't know. I think he's just trying to tell us. Billy Jean is not my love. worried about it for 40 days and for 40 nights, Timmy. You know why? Because <laughs> it's his. That's why. I think a Robert Johnson song is is probably a better better example of bad dad than that, but okay. Uh, we also have Papa was a Rolling Stone. I was going to say. I would have picked that if we ha I hadn't already spent 25 minutes talking about it in 1972. Yep. Uh, Papa Don't Preach. And she's got that's a song not a bad called, dad. She's got a song called Oh Father that's a much oh, like, you're right. closer yeah. to the yeah. target. I remember yeah. that. That one's rough. Uh, and doesn't, um, doesn't Pro Jam sing? Isn't Jeremy, Jeremy's dad's fault? Daddy didn't give so. attention? I think he's one of the people on the list, though. It's not just the dad. It's not just yeah. him. No, All right. He gets bullied. <laughs> but I mean, there's a but like there's a whole stepdad genre of which yeah. Pearl Jam oh, has got a yeah. lot of material yes. on that front. Yeah, no um, question about that. All right. Well, let's uh let's bring it home to our favorite dad songs. Timmy, uh, you go first. All right. I mean, so many because I'm a sucker for a good country song about a dad like coward of the county or boy named sue but i didn't i didn't pick those we also have some low hanging fruit here jeff simons that you're not picking adrian Ballou's oh daddy daddy yeah i'm not picking that which is a <laughs> lovely little song it's not that lovely 
You and your Adrian Ballou bashing. I will, I will brook no quarter. <laughs> um, Thank I, you for that, Timmy. That was well done. I'm going to pick uh, a song that, that I, I maybe has the flip side of this kind of generational dysfunction that you all have been talking about. I'm going to pick Greg Brown's Late Night Radio. And I'd like you to start Jeff Simons at one minute and 48 seconds, if you would, please. We're almost sleeping, tucking in our legs and arms. We're almost dreaming, looking through the rain at the little lights of the farms. If we get stuck in the mud, my daddy, he will carry us, I know. The music's coming all the way from Texas on the late night radio. children are back in that nest where I used to be Every time they pick up I say you kids now try to get a little sleep And the older girl says daddy I wish you could drive all night just go and go Oh I love it when it's raining can we listen to the radio as the fourth child um, in a Buick LeSabre and the baby of the family, I often got that, that back window. I, I had a little nest behind my older siblings. I had a pillow and a blanket back there the days before car seats <laughs> were the law. And I would just sleep in the back of the Buick LeSabre. Um, and so when that, when I heard that song, it reminded me so much of those days. And I think the, the key for fatherhood, or at least the key that I felt when I was a child was safety and, um, and being secure and that my father was in charge and, and, and I would be protected. And there's a, a heartbreaking line at the end of Ernest Hemingway's Indian camp that goes, in the early morning on the lake, sitting in the stern of the boat with his father rowing, he felt quite sure that he would never die. Uh, and somehow that song evokes that for me. And now he's the driver and the daughter's like, let's just, let's just keep driving. Let's just go. Uh, I nowhere else I'd rather be that, than right here listening to late night radio with dad. Oh, of course, when Hemingway wrote those words, his, his father had committed suicide by that time. And then Hemingway would go on. I was about oh my God. All right. Sorry. First of all, that's not a know beautiful to stop an anecdote. I was having like such a nice little moment, like Tim's bringing the poetry. And then he's like, of course, all things inevitably inexorably turn to dust. What's your pick, Ben? Wait, hold on. I just have to note that this is how good a dad your dad was. And I'm going to assume that you're this good too. That uh -huh. you felt super safe riding in the trunk. That four seat is the trunk, my friend. I got some news for you. When the girls, when like when, when their friends are in the thing, the people in yeah. the back, I'm like, yeah. your luggage. Okay. So I just don't <laughs> want to hear from the luggage. Keep your heads down. Silence back their yeah. luggage. Yeah. My dad would be like, make a fort. I'm like, yeah, fort. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. Uh, so I will note uh, several other songs that I already mentioned about dads that I love. Papa Don't Take No Mess is one of my all-time favorites. Mm. He does slap around his kids, so I have to leave that out yeah. for these purposes. Good call. Um, most of all, Brandy Carlisle, I did that as part of the Mother's Day one, but the, the two of the verses are about her dad, and they're beautiful, beautiful verses, but we already discussed that. So I'm going to choose a really squirrely weird song, When Water Comes to Life by Cloud Cult, and I'm going to explain why. Uh, this song has a, a very short mention of dads, but it's a very evocative one. Um, but this song actually reminds me of being a dad in the following way. I previously described a super fun kids mix, which was the compromise mix that I made with the girls where we chose songs that we both like to listen to. 
in the pre-Super Fun Kids Mix days, I would just try and press music on them of all different kinds, often to limited to no effect to a complete angry pushback. This was one of those songs, I thought. This was just a song that I slipped in there along with a bunch of other things. So basically, I would just play my favorite songs on shuffle and hope that something took. And, and I frequently, I would never hear anything back. Where like, Dolly is like 17 and George is 15. And Dolly is like, hey, do you remember that song? And it's, it's got a whole bunch of strings. It's like a string song. And then she's like, and then, at the, and then the, the person dies and the dads, the angels come. And what the angels find is a picture of a, a locket with a picture. And in the picture is the child in daddy's arms. So do you remember that song? And I'm like, chills up my spine, like just about <laughs> to weep. And I'm like, oh, I do remember that song. And then we played it. And dude, it's not one of Dahlia's favorite songs. She's got a whole like cloud cult when water comes to life thing amongst her friends. She wow. and her friend Kaya have discussed possibly getting matching tattoos about this song. Wow. Um, it's it, it, She's not lying. It's got a minute and 25 second string intro that in fact is fantastic and beautiful. But I just want to get you the flavor of the lyrics. Jeff, if you'll start at 1.25. And when the angels come, they'll cut you down the middle to see if you're still there. To see if you're still there And underneath your ribs They'll find a heart-shaped locket An old photograph Of you and daddy's arms And then they'll sew you closed And give you back to the water From where we're all born From where we're all born Feed the ghosts and you'll feed the living. You'll be a stranger and you'll be a friend. You'll be the leper and you'll be the healer. You'll be the hero and the tragedy. And when they show you close. We'll give you back to the water From where we're all born From where we're all born And when they burn your body All that's left is sand crystals Two tiny handfuls All the rest is water, water, water All you need to know Is you were born That's my one of my favorite songs about death. Um, and I love the like the huge picture of it. Like you come from water, you're born of water, you return to water. When they burn your body, there's two little piles of sand crystals, all the rest was water. Like you've got this, like, and you're gonna be the tragedy, you'll be the love, you'll be everything as you rejoin the universal. But it starts at this tiniest detail. Like they cut you open and inside you, like what is it? What, what's at the heart of what you are? It's a heart-shaped locket with a picture of you in daddy's arms. I mean, it just freaking murders me. And if there's anything, if there's anything, um, and I can't say that I, I've done this. No, I don't think anybody can do this, but that's what I was hoping for. Like if that if that's what the girls can carry with them, yeah, them, that, I would be, you know, just over the moon thrilled. <laughs> at what at what point when she was asking you about this song, did you realize like Oh, I, I know what song you're talking about. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Like, I was like, I can't believe that this penetrated. Something I did penetrated. Amazing. It's when the guitar comes in. With the oh, yeah. Uh, the whole thing just explodes for me. 
I mean, you, yeah. I mean, I, there, I didn't get this the first couple of times you, you, you pushed it on me. Um, cause I didn't listen all the way through. I was like, this is a weird song. And then I finally gave it the full four minutes and I, I was like, Oh, I'm all in forever on this song. Yeah. So right. such a brilliant, brilliant extra piece of music there. So good. Cloud cult. When water comes no to other life. good songs, no other good songs. Isn't I've given funny? Them every opportunity. And it's really, like, I would say they're a one hit wonder, but this wasn't a hit. So they're yeah. just a one good song wonder. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's got one good one in them. All right, That's not you, true. <laughs> but lots of people have one good one in them. What do you got? Well, I was going to pick my another one of my own songs because apparently I wrote about being a parent a lot on my record. I was going to pick Elegy, but I'm not going to do that because it's so cheesy to pick your own song two months in a row. Elegy is about trying to explain George Floyd to my daughter um, that I wrote like five days after it happened. Um, but this is the song. I mean, this is a uh, sappy obvious choice but when you're when an artist you've grown up with and really love writes a song about becoming a parent right around when you become a parent like why not lean hard into uh into it this is uh, ben folds gracie I saw you when you came out You got your mama's taste But you got my mouth You will always have a part of me Nobody else is ever gonna see Gracie girl Cards to your chest, walking on your toes. What you got in the box, only Gracie knows. And I would never try to make you be anything you didn't really want to be, Gracie girl. Part of what I love about this song is, um, I as I as I made clear with Father to Son, I'm really um, skeptical of sap of cliche. This song's <laughs> a nursery rhyme. It's just, it's written as a like it sounds like a music box. It's got the little yeah, you know. But but Ben Folds is a cynical bastard, and so I think the combination works completely well for me. Like he's distrustful of his own con- unconditional love, um, and I would say that's a pretty good. Um, subtitle for my own autobiography like i second guess the moments of purity that i have because how could anything be pure in an imperfect world you know um so this song's good for me because it's a reminder that some things are uh some things really are just what they seem to be and that's okay and i love the fact that he names that uh at you know i have a son i have a daughter and my relationship with them is different when it's just the two of us like it's different having a son for me than it is having a daughter and not for all the gendered um stuff but just the, the difference in the communication between the two and my relationship with my daughter is different than my wife's relationship with our daughter which is different from when the three of us are together which is different from the four yeah. of us is together and that line there will always be a part of me that no one else is ever really gonna see um even if that's not 100% accurate, I know there's moments where B and I are just hanging out, we're just talking, where she's speaking about life in a way where being only with me liberates her to do so. And I think vice versa is the case as well. You know, yeah. like she's at the, she's joined a softball team this year. And so we're having that glorious, like, let's just go play catch, you know? And the yeah. random shit that comes out of kids' mouths when you can just get them doing one thing and talking about another thing. <laughs> like I'm learning so much about my kid this summer just from from like batting practice and throwing the ball around and that this that moment in this song, what's what you got in the box only gracie knows like b's old enough now to withhold anything she really wants to withhold like she's old enough for like how you doing fine and there's just something and uh to have the occasional key to that lock uh is uh that's a special special thing and i think that's more more what this song is about than anything else and the fact that he takes that complicated idea 
and wraps it up in strings and the simplest nighty night melody like that salt and sugar uh boy can i relate to that yeah what up what an amazing thing it is bring it dad and occasionally infuriating <laughs> very very frustrating there's that sometimes i wait sometimes i hope you're right about that locket and then this, I assume sometimes, like if you cut them open, there'd be a little scroll of paper that says, clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's always there. Uh, all right. Well, happy Father's Day to the two of you. Happy Father's Day to all our listeners. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we, we hit some chords with these songs. But if you have other songs, uh, hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook and, um, and we'll start, we'll start shooting out to the world, uh, your songs, uh, that make you think of fatherhood in a very special ways. And if any of those songs that we shat on mean a lot to you, feel free to Sorry. completely ignore yeah. us. Who <laughs> yes. the hell are we to mess up, you know, those Cynical beautiful moments masters. for you. So, uh, all right, gentlemen, it's been great. I will see you in 2016. Done and done. Bye friends. Bye now. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast.